Dear Church, it's Matthew. And it's Jordan. Welcome to episode two. Um, we're ready to have fun with this episode. Uh, we're so glad that people have joined us on this journey and we're glad it's taken off. And uh, so today we're going to be talking about what, Jordan? We're going to be talking about lukewarmness, a scary subject to talk about. But before we get into that, I just have to share a funny story that happened to me this week. So, some people who know me notice I haven't got a haircut in a while. And I was thinking, like, I gotta get a haircut before we record this podcast. (laughs) So, I was like... Why did you need a haircut before a podcast? Well, that's the thing. I was like, I gotta get a haircut. I'm doing the podcast Sunday. And then, yesterday I realized, I'm not gonna get a haircut. I was just so busy. So, I was like... Oh, wait, I don't need a haircut. It's a podcast. So, <laughs> so thank God it's just a podcast. Podcast can't see you, Jordan. Well, I know that now. But I just still need a haircut. All right, but... So, lukewarmness. What's on your heart about this, Jordan? So, what we do is we, we're just going to talk about, like, what we see in the church and problems we see without, you know, like, sounding like complainers we're not like oh this is the problem this is the problem but we're actually giving solutions to the problem so um i want to start out with scripture revelation 3 uh, john writes to the church of laodicea but it's in red so god is speaking it says uh, i know your deeds that you are neither hot nor cold i wish you were either one or the other so because you are lukewarm neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. That's so a good, That's a good scripture. Yeah, so I kind think... Kind of scares me, you know? Yeah. Like, I was convicted for not reading my Bible two days last week. I was like, oh my goodness, like, please let me not... So I think we need to understand the severity of lukewarmness. We need to understand that is not where you want to be no i'm not encouraging people to get out of church if they're on the fence but i'm encouraging you to go towards god if you're on the lukewarm side right being lukewarm i mean honestly i don't i don't really like lukewarm food no unless i mean if i mean something cold i want to eat it cold or if i mean something hot i want to eat it hot yeah i just went to mcdonald's and they gave <laughs> I got I got a French fry and there was a hair on the fry, so I take it up, and they give me another fry. But the by the time I get back, my cheeseburger was neither hot or cold, and so I, w- I didn't even finish the burger because it was lukewarm. So you, in everyday life, coffee, food, we don't like things that are lukewarm. Showers, oh my goodness, no! I like a hot shower. I love hot showers. Literally, if I could just stand in the shower and let. It- the hot water lasts for forever <laughs> it would be amazing yeah but how high would your water bill be <laughs> if there wasn't such thing as a water bill <laughs> hot showers three times that's a day. That, that's heaven okay <laughs> no water <laughs> treats of gold and continuous hot showers up in heaven Woo, jesus let it happen amen <laughs> one thing i want to another thing i want to talk about is um I'm going to go another scripture. Mark 12, 
verse 28 through 30. One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus had given one of them a good answer, he asked them, Of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord with Love the Lord God with your whole heart, with your all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. So I feel like nowadays we don't do that. Yeah. I feel like we love God, you know, a lot on Sundays or a lot on Wednesdays, right. but when we get home, mm-hmm. do we still love God? Right. It's almost like, you know, sometimes, you know, I hate to say it, but a lot of us go to our parents only when we need something. Or we only love that one friend that we know will help us in a time of need or in yeah. a time of financially. We only love that friend when we need something from them, mm. you know. And, you know, we treat our parents the same way. Yeah. You know, just we love them when we need them. You know, not just on a Sunday or a Wednesday thing, but a lot of the times we only love God when we need him for something. Yeah. Or we only turn to God when we're in trouble or we turn to God when we hear that scary word with the starts with the C. What word? Cancer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we only love God when or need God when we're in a financial situation. And that is a lukewarm relationship. Yeah. And that is not a good relationship. Not at all. No. Like, that's not nice to do. Like, I... I couldn't imagine doing that to my parents. No. At all. I mean... My parents have helped me so much. You, could you could you imagine, like, just having somebody do that to you, only love you because you, like, you give them something? Yeah, no, I couldn't imagine it. And, like... You know, it would hurt. I would, I would feel like I'm taking advantage of them. And I don't know how I could... I don't know how anyone could do that. Just say, hey, God, Lord, uh, I have a test tomorrow. Or, hey, God, you know... I'm, you know, I want something to happen. So here, let me talk to you now. That's not a, that's not a good relationship. Right. Relationship one on one. Right. I'm you... single, so don't take this advice. <laughs> <laughs> no, to in order to have a relationship, you just gotta you gotta talk with somebody. I tell the youth all the time, like, look, a relationship will not work if there's no communication. You've said that, yeah. No, it, no communication equals. No bueno. No good. You have to have communication in all ways, shapes, and forms. You know, if you're in a dating relationship with somebody, it's not going to last if you're not talking to them. Mm -hmm. If you're not saying, hey, let's hang out. Or, hey, can we FaceTime tonight? Or, hey, let's talk on the phone for a little bit. It's never going to work out. Right. Right? So, we need to have communication in all ways shapes and form to to have a relationship with God because if you're not you're again you're in a lukewarm relationship and it's not going to work does it so when you say if I only go to my mom when I need money does that sound like loving her with my whole my whole heart does that sound like true love not at all no so like when we gotta love God we gotta it says love God with all your strength with all your soul like we communication is a 
a big key to that. That was a good, great point. I just, you know, think that it's not just communication talking to each other, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I can see it like you, you can see it like this too is communication as in maybe following his commandments. Okay? Yeah. To love your neighbor as you love thyself. Right? That's that's one of his main commandments. Yeah. So if we're not loving our neighbor like we love ourselves, are we truly communicating with God in a way in that way? Communication is response. <laughs> it's a response. And you don't always have to respond. He tells us what to do through his word. And our communication can be is prayer, but also can be communicated through our actions. Right. And and, and love. Yes. Love. Mm-hmm. Love. 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 Okay. Love is an action. How do you say love in French? I don't know how to say love in French. <laughs> I can say it in Spanish. Te amo. Te, te yes. Is that right? What's that, what's that Israel Holt song? Yeah, yeah. Uh, te amo. Yeah, I love you. Uh, something corazón. Corme <laughs> corazón or something like that. Oh, I love you with all my heart. And you can't show somebody that you love them with all your heart without actually physically showing them. You can say words all you want. You can say all you want. But... Actions, actions yeah. speak louder than speak words. Values. Speak values. So if you're not showing God you love him by following his commandments in all ways, shapes, and forms, you're in a lukewarm relationship. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of me talking to my teacher like, yeah, I'll, I'll get my homework done. Miss Church, or Miss Graves, or I probably shouldn't say her name. <laughs> but yeah, I'll get my homework done, but then I don't, so she knows... My heart is not for math. Right. She knows that I'm lying right. to her. And not to mention, it says in scripture that a person, a man or a woman, should will be known by their works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So study, study to show thyself proved. Yeah. Yeah. So like are we really, really showing that we're in a relationship with Jesus? Are we really are we showing our fire or just our non fire? The question is, where are our hearts at? Yeah. If we're not loving God with with our whole heart, who are we loving? Right. Are we loving YouTube? Right. We loving our we, are we loving our girlfriend or boyfriend more than we loving God? Yeah. Just like I was saying Friday night, you know, that God should be our center. You, I don't think you can be in a relationship with anything unless it's the center of your life. Mm-hmm. It won't have a. It won't be a strong. It won't be strong. A foundation, a firm foundation, and the only firm foundation is God. Have you ever tried to walk on a fence before? Me? Yeah. No, I've climbed many fences. I got my pants hooked on a fence, but I've never tried to walk a fence. Hey, funny story. So, (laughs) track in high school. um, You ran track. I ran track in high school. I may not look like I ran track. I didn't say that. You, your, your actions said it, okay? <laughs> I implied, okay. All right. So, when I was in high school, I ran track. I did the 100 meter and the 200 meter, and I threw shot and discus. Okay. So, I was coming across the track from the shot put uh, ring, whatever those things are called, and I had hopped the fence. Well, when I had hopped the fence, 
my shorts, I was already wearing the short, short track shorts. You were yes. wearing the short? Yes. In the 90s? Yes. Oh, my. And Gosh. there was an extra, you know, it was like at the at a gate, so I had the extra pole mm-hmm. for the gate, you know? Yeah. And my shorts got caught on that gate part, the extra part that hung up from the gate. And I was hanging there for a good five minutes. My toes were like barely touching the ground. I wish you guys could see this right now. Matt's, <laughs> Matt's doing figurations with his hands. like And like minutes. I couldn't touch the ground and nobody could help me. Like we couldn't figure out how to get me off this hanging there. And I was getting an atomic wedgie. Oh man. So I could only imagine being a human being trying to walk on a fence. There's a reason it says that in the Bible. And <laughs> yeah. they didn't have the pole fences back then. No. I'm, I'm assuming they had the the wooden fences. Whatever they could make. Even it harder. Up. Even harder yeah. to walk on. Even thinner. You know, so why do we walk on a fence in our relationship with God? Right. Where's our hearts? Like, you, 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 you can't walk on the fence, so you either got to be on one side or the other. Your fence hopping. You're on you're on the you're on the you, right yeah, side you, of the fence on, on Sunday. And, and it's gonna get tiring. You're gonna get tired of hopping over one side of the fence to the other. Mm-hmm. I mean, as being a big guy, I can only imagine trying to hop, you know, like wow. Even me, I can only probably hop it so many times. <laughs> now there was a day in my time, Jordan, that I could hop a fence, okay? I, I need video proof to believe that. Right, because the picture art didn't happen. Huh? Picture art didn't happen. Oh. <laughs> Your friends don't say that? No, that's Man, that must schoolers be, are lame. That must be a old thing. Uh all right. You just called me old. <laughs> you are not old. Next point. So what I was saying about the if you're not loving God, who are you loving? That brings me to Matthew six. It says, No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate one and love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and and money and in this case it could be money or what what else could it be matt what are some situations you see people loving what what, what do you see people devoting their lives to more than they're devoting to god you want to be perfectly honest or being honest on this right yeah or being honest <clears throat> social media uh-oh <laughs> social media not that not that social media isn't i'm not preaching against social media but when it's coming between you and God, it's ultimately becoming your God. If you're always like, well, Facebook says this and Facebook says that and Facebook and, and Instagram and TikTok, younger generation, TikTok, um, we're in trouble there. Let's go, let's go back to what you said about Facebook. People are always like, who said what on Facebook? Yeah. But why aren't we like, who said what in the Bible? Right. What did Jesus say? What did Paul say? What did Peter say? What did Job say? What did right. Moses say? And here's, and I'm going to veer off. I'm going to chase a rabbit. Like Let's do it. Pastor chased a rabbit earlier. Why in the world are we sharing these posts that say, like and God will bless you? Oh my goodness. Like and God will bless you. Who makes these? Share and God will bless you. Who makes these? Listen. If you share these, can we... I want to have a discussion with you. Text us. Text us. DM us. Whatever. I want to have a question with you just to ask you, where in scripture does it say to, to share this post 
and God will bless you. You can share the gospel. The Bible says share the gospel, but nowhere does it says share this post or you're cursed or share this post and you'll be blessed. Like what? Or or pictures of sad little kids like God forbid. I'm sorry. Like these sad little kids that have cancer. We don't know who these kids are, first of all. And when you share these pictures that say, if you don't like this, God will be mad at you. Or if you ignore this post, God won't bless you. Like, let's stop sharing those. Instead of doing a double tap, I'm hitting, I'm hitting the double prayer room. Yeah. You, you need to stop liking everything. You need to start praying more. Yeah. That's what I say. That's what we got to stop sharing those posts because it's not true. It's making Christians look silly. Like, God's a fairy godmother. Yeah. And, and I he's see, not. Yeah, yeah. That's... That was a good rabbit. That was a <laughs> He's not a fairy godmother. Like, no. Let's figure out a different way to share the gospel. Yeah, let, let's actually, like, post uh, scripture, maybe. <laughs> um. <laughs> Two, drama on Facebook. Mm. Now, like, okay, I was around when Facebook started, okay? Wow. I was, <laughs> I was a senior or junior in high school when Facebook started... And it wasn't even meant for what it's being used for now. Like, it was meant to, like, help kids with their homework, like, college kids and stuff. I did not know that. And now, everybody and their grandmother and great-grandmother have Facebooks. And it's just all drama. I see more drama on Facebook than I do anything. Politics. Just politics. (laughs) Yeah, and it's it's not fun. It's not it's it, it's unattractive. Israel Israel Hutton, Hogan, Hogan, excuse me. He says he said in Alive in South Africa, we are we are in the best generation right now. He said that the apostles they wish they had the internet and airplanes and all this stuff so they can take the gospel over the world. We are in the generation. That we can literally call, text, share anything we want with anyone who's following us. So why, why, they wish they had it. We should be sharing what they wish they have. We have so many tools. We have so many outlets. We have podcasts. We have Instagram, Facebook. We have so much to share the gospel on. But yet, what are we doing? Right. Posting some selfies with scriptures on it. Like <laughs> you said last right. time. Uh, ooh, this selfie's cute. Let me add some scripture to it. Proverbs 19. Um... Oh, I'm a Proverbs 31 girl. Yeah, that's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> but here's here's another. Here's a great. <laughs> you might have stepped on some toes. <laughs> here's a great example. So me and Charlie are doing a, a devotional on, on the U uh, version app. Okay. Yeah, good app. And we're doing it's a college football and the Bible. Okay. Hmm. And last night's thing was about Tim Tebow. You know it's Feb March, right? Yeah. College football. Is- who cares? Football's, okay. football's all the time. All right, you can do football. Okay. So, and it's just giving, like, it, what it does is it goes through, like, different scenarios and different game things where coaches have used scripture throughout games and seasons. And and I don't know if you're old enough to remember this, but, like, back in, like, 2006 or something like that, Tim Tebow, his last year in college. I was four. Wow. <laughs> um. He was in the national championship game against Oklahoma, right? Mm-hmm. And for that game, Tim Tebow had the the black tape 
under his eyes. Right. Right? You remember how when we did worship workout video? Yeah. And we wrote the scripture underneath it? Well, he wrote John 316 mm-hmm. under his on his eye blacks. Right? Do you know that had like 90-something million searches on Google? From Just that? that night. Wow. He was using... His- he used his platform, right, to essentially spread the word of God, the gospel, the good news. Mm-hmm. And he still does today. He still, you know, no matter what he's doing, he makes sure God, they, that people know that first and foremost, he's a Christian and he follows God. Right. You know, may not be, you know, in, in, in a different way, but right, yeah. he still used... His his platform to proclaim God. Yet we can barely show our f- 100 followers <laughs> right. on our Instagrams or on our uh, TikToks or on our Snapchats or Facebooks that we're Christians. Mm. Can, Christian, can, can somebody tell that you're Christian by what you're posting? Right. Right? If right. we're... If we're Posting all these videos on TikToks and on our TikToks using secular music, worldly music that's essentially something that we shouldn't be listening to in the first place. Are they going to be look look? Are they going to be able to look at you and say, "Wow, he's a Christian," right? So, back to serving two masters. You know, are you serving the world or are you serving God? Is is your platform saying you serve? God or is it saying you serve the world? People, I think it's we're so Christian on Sundays and Wednesdays and youth conventions and rallies. We're so Christian then, but we're but every other time we're not. The Bible says He is a rewarder of them who diligently seek Him. So you can you can sometimes fool people, but you can't fool everyone. Can you for God. sure? And you for sure can't fool God. <laughs> like. We try to play this role, but we're so hot at church and then we're so cold on social media. We, you know, we can, we follow you on social media. We can see right. what you're posting. Yeah. And like, we're not, we're not here to judge, but you can have common sense in what you see yeah. and how they act in church. Like, we're not, I just want everybody to know that we're not condemning anybody. We're just sharing, you know, what we see and and we want to help people or like man they're like you know if you're like man do i i don't know how to get to the other side of the fence right so let's talk let's talk about that what what do we have to say to the people because we spend 23 minutes complaining about it (laughs) and that's and that's where some people end the conversation they're like oh man these people are on tiktok all the time like but let's spend the next you know 15 10 minutes talking about what what can we do? What what word do we have to encourage the people? What what can we do to get back on track? First, I I just I I can use a little bit of my testimony, right? I lived a life full of the world, absolutely full of the world. My music choices were obscene, and it, and it really made you feel different. Yeah. I love music. I yeah. still love music. Music was my life. But depending on my mood was what kind of music I was listening to. 
So if I was if I was like feeling depressed, right? Right. I was listening to rock. For what? Right? Why? Because I don't know, it was just my mood. Okay. Right? It didn't make me feel better. Uh, all in all, it made me feel worse. Were you were you feeling one way and then listening to music? Or were you listening to music and then feeling one way? It, it, either way. Either like, way, sometimes okay. I'm like, man, I'm just depressed today. Let's listen to some rock. Mm-hmm. Okay? Cut, cut my... I think one of the songs I used to listen to, I, I loved. I'm not going to... You know, cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. <laughs> some of the lyrics. Wow. Wow. <laughs> And then I can, you know, and it's just kids and teenagers and at my age, kids, guys, people, ladies, gentlemen, music has a lot to do with your mood. And if you're, if, if you're serving the music, it's really going to alter your walk and your mood. And, and it's music does affect you. It's scientifically proven. If you don't believe it. Go ahead and listen to the message about worldly music by Court Chavis. It will change your mind because it's scientifically proven. I've even looked into some of the sources that he he cited, and I was like, okay. <laughs> but okay, so some go with that, like um, the mood. It's more than a mood. It's like the music who you listen to. You usually have like either like seventies or eighties or a specific genre like hip hop. So I used to listen to exclusively hip hop music and then church music. So half the time I'd be, you know, wanting to wear, you know, sweatpants and Nike and all this kind of stuff. And nothing wrong with that, but that's the lifestyle. It kind of made me walk down like, right. you know, hoodies and like just. And then when a Sunday is church music, I'd have my, you know, suit and tie on, my shoes all polished, my tie clip on. So like I was lift- I was serving two masters. So I yeah. think one way to help serve one God and to love God with all your heart mm-hmm. is to slowly, if you do it super fast, you're going to want to go back right. to it because temptation yeah. does come, but slowly cut out this music and slowly cut out, uh, you know, this show, like whatever, whatever you feel, pray about it. Say, God, c- convict my heart. What is, what do you want me to do? What, what right. is bad? And then once you start feeling those convictions, obey that conviction and cut yeah. that out of your life. So I'm just going to use you for an example, Jordan, and I hope you don't mind. No, you can talk about me. Yeah. So when you were in this little funk that you were in, yeah. I slowly even seen it changing your way that you were acting in church. Yeah. So like you weren't caring about, you know, not that church is about dressing up and stuff. No, it's not about that. But I know Jordan and I know that Sundays you dress up Wednesdays you're you know your your school attire the way you wanted this to be relaxed started to be your church attire mm-hmm. and that was because ultimately of your music choices yeah it was affecting your life more than what you thought it was at that time and there's nothing wrong wearing sweatpants because I still do that every day yeah. to school like I don't wear jeans but which you're, like you're should, saying you should wear jeans but I mean that's all up for I have some nice, <laughs> I have some nice sweatpants. So I know it's not that the sweatpants were bad, but it's like what they symbolize to me. Yeah. And it could be, it could be anything for anyone. Yeah. Haircut, earrings, sagging your pants, any of that. But right. sweatpants at church was that kind of like red, red alert for you. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You weren't, you weren't stay fresh, Jordan. Cause no. 
I don't think sweatpants are fresh. Hey, so. Some hey, certain okay. We're, that's a whole another topic, bro. <laughs> Listen, sweatpants aren't fresh. Adidas joggers and Nike joggers. Joggers are not cool, dude. Okay. Listen, folks. Joggers are meant for bedtime. I'm serving one master, and that's God. Okay. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. And I can so I can praise the Lord in some joggers. Come on. It's not like you walk on the edges of your pants anyways. Hmm? Joggers hold the pants around your ankles, right? Yeah. Right. You don't, you don't, your pants aren't that long. Yes, my pants go that long. <laughs> I don't flood my pants anymore, Matt. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we're not talking about my past styles because those right. were embarrassing. All right. Matthew 16, <laughs> um, verse 25. For whoever wants to save their life. No, no, no. Sorry. Verse 24, then Jesus said to the, his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Mm-hmm. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. Whoever loses their life will find it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? So let's talk about each verse. So 24, um, deny themselves. I had to deny my daily listening to drake my daily how much time i spend on video games how much time i spend on my instagram and then once i once i'll testify once i cut that out i was seeing more joy i was seeing uh god move more me Mm -hmm. more outreach events happening more opportunities in my life so once you start doing that god's gonna god's saying follow me follow me right get rid of the world follow me right so let's so now that we we use that um example as a, a person in church yeah what about a person that's coming into church okay how 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 can we guide somebody that's not in church to dis- to help them decide to change their music choices right okay so here's this um i think the more the more i listen to christian music the more i listen to the gospel uh, Kurt Franklin, Touch Your Bet, Hillsong, or anything, the more fruits I bear. When I was listening to all that worldly music, you know, and cuss words were uh, going over, and I would like bleep them out personally, because I wasn't that lost. But when I bleep them out personally, um, it, it, it gets gets your head rolling. And so that music that it talks about talks about lifestyles that are against the Bible. So anyone who's like, you know getting into church or anything i suggest you look up right you text somebody you get a pastor you get a brother in the church or sister in the church and you ask them hey what does the bible say about this ask questions you know bible says ask and you shall receive and seek wise counsel as proverbs says right so like i was just saying earlier i didn't grow up in the church so when i grew up i was like listening to eminem 50 cent like a lot of you guys don't even know a lot of this music that i listen to but like, it was, like I was listening to like gangster rap, you know. Oh, you were a thug, bro. I was a thug. Okay, oh, just kidding. I was not a thug. <laughs> but you know, and the way what they were singing about was the way I wanted to live my life. Mm-hmm. You know, and it affected me. Like I always wanted to party. Why? Because the music was talking about partying, right? Drinks and 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 I wanted to be promiscuous. I think I know what that word means. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. Yeah, we're we're not in each other. We know what that means. Okay. So, 
I wanted to be promiscuous. Why? Because the music made it sound cool. Perversion. It twisted. It twisted my thoughts. And and grow. I can remember growing up saying I didn't want to be that way. But the more and more I got involved in the music, it it completely changed my 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 perception of things. It perverted my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Right. And even music nowadays can pervert scripture. That's true. Be careful of the Christian artists you listen to. Be careful of any music. Any you music. To, you know, because even worldly music can say that they're Christians. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people out there singing about Jesus take the wheel and, and there's something in the water. But the next song she's singing about breaking her boyfriend's car up and he'll faint the next time before he cheats. I'm brewing some tea right now. I got a sip on it, man. Okay. I'm sipping my tea real quick. But it's just, you know, we have we have to be careful what what we what we entertain. And and as a guy who didn't grow up in church, here's my original thought is once I changed my music, literally, I'm not lying, my walk with Christ became more clear. Okay. It it, it changed the way I thought about things and it changed the way I was well what I was doing. So when you were lukewarm, or you were getting into church, not lukewarm, when you were steadily getting into church, and you're not lukewarm if you're a beginner because you're you're testing the water, you're seeing yeah. it out. So what made you what what ultimately made you say, Hey, this music is not good for me? What what clicked in your brain to say, Hey So what the first year I was still in church, I was still kinda of drinking and everything and why? Because <laughs> Let's just face it, country music is, you know, ones that will say church on Sunday, but drink on Friday. We just lost half the listeners, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's very true. And and once I was like, I started and I got baptized and I got the gift of the Holy Ghost. And um, my, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I started to, like, see things like, man, this isn't right. Perspective. perspective. Like, perception, like, my discernment. Mm-hmm. It was like, bing, 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 bing. This isn't right. So, and then I was like, if things were, like, foggy, I guess you could say, you know? Yeah. And I was like, okay, I think I, ha- I have to stop this. Okay, I can't, I can't be one way and the other way. So you I came, came to that to yourself. You I came, came to that to myself. Like, and I was getting Bible study from God. Uh, that's pastor. why. That's why. Because you were seeking. Yeah. You were seeking God. You were praying. You were reading your Bible. Right. And we were. And then we talk, started talking about drinking. And, and he showed me in scripture, you know, about the drunkards and, and all that stuff. And, and being sober. Being sober minded and everything. I was like, all right. I got to stop doing what I'm doing. I have to take this seriously. And once that happened... I think it was like, I was just like, oh my gosh, I've been living the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, here we go. And I got clean. Like, I started seeking God more. I started seeking the, his face. I was burying my face in prayer and and, and seeking him through the word of uh, the word, you know, because. But what, that, why, why, what made you want to do that? What made you want to start reading his word and stuff like that? Because that's where I found my answers. Was the word of God. 
That's good. People have so many questions. And and a way to know how to live right and a way to know what's good and what's bad right. is just simply asking God. And he, he speaks to us by this book right here, the Bible. Right. The, all the answers are in that book. You just read it and the answers will come to you. You pray for discernment and convictions will come to you. Right. That So that's, that's what I say. That's my advice. That's how I would. And that's. Literally, I'm. I'm not even. I'm not pulling anybody's like. That's. That's literally. Literally, that's how it happened for me. You know, people weren't pointing fingers in my face. I was like, "You need to stop drinking." Blah 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 blah. It's against the word of God. Blah blah blah. Which it is, but people weren't doing that to me. I didn't have nobody behind me pushing me to to stop drinking. You know. Yeah. I just God revealed it to me, and I was just like, "Whoa." And then through a Bible study. Through a Bible study. So, once I changed my music choices, my walk with Christ changed dramatically. And let's let let's let's broaden this up. If it, let's say it's not just music choices, whatever the situation is, if it's whatever temptation, whatever sin it is. Can I say something? Say it. People are going to hate me for this. Oh, God. Should you run it by me first? If you're watching things Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> on Netflix, because it's on Netflix, and everybody else says it's cool. Dun, 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 dun. Um, <laughs> you better be careful. If what you better you're be wa- careful. If what you're watching is promoting sexual oh. immorality... and. Anything that we don't believe in, if it's promoting that anything we don't believe in, it's we need to be careful. You better be careful. You need to be careful. You better ask God because we're not your God. We can't tell you. Right. In the the scripture, in Matthew 7, it says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord. Have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And will I profess unto them, I never knew you? Depart from me, ye that work in equity. So you can be out there preaching the word and regional and teaching and, and whatever, but ultimately if you're doing that and then behind closed doors entertaining things that you should not be entertaining if you're not in the prayer room if you're entertaining things you shouldn't be entertaining you need to check your heart and you, you need to check yourself and you won't be entertaining those things if you just seek God with your whole right. heart if you want God in your life he will come, but in order for him to move, in order for him to grow, yeah, things have to get cut out. Yeah, you have to. Ch- God, God is the God of change. Not one person that walked with God didn't change. Mm-hmm. Okay, people he sat with sinners, right? People always say, "Well, he sat with sinners," but those sinners didn't say sinners, right? Those sinners changed in every way. Yeah, they did. 
yeah so when when we're like you know oh my friend i have a lot of friends who are you know not in church i have a lot of friends who are you know not doing good you got to think like am i changing their lives or are they changing mine did, did i introduce them to the bible or did they introduce me to secular music certain things so what did what did pastor say today this morning? I was in I was in oh, youth class. I'm he still, said I'm still he seven. said if you're witnessing and bringing people to church, you're doing it the right way. But if you're witnessing the people and not leading them to church, are you really witnessing? Mm. Mm. That's a whole. That's a whole. Well, nother, that's a whole another. That might be next week. So, <laughs> I think we're gonna come to a close here. And, yeah. Um. But guys, please reach out to us. Um, ask us any questions. We're open. You know, we're 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 not. We don't want to argue about anything. We don't, but we're willing to talk to you about things and willing to help you. And you know, maybe reaching out to us will help us too. You know, this this wasn't just for you guys, but it's for everybody, even us here that are oh, doing yeah. this. Oh yeah, oh for sure. Uh, one last thing: a good start to getting close with God. Daily walk, pray, uh, fast yeah. weekly. And read the Bible every day. Amen. Share this on Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Share this with Fo- people who need it. Follow us on Instagram. Dear Church underscore love us. And uh, you can follow our uh, private pages as well. Um, but yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed it today. We'll see, we'll see you guys next week. Dear Church. Love us. <laughs>